Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. Oh, uh, hey, we're on the air. Oh no, I forgot me pants. Shiggles. Anyway, hi, I'm Gitch. It's my partner, Shiggles. Hello. We're the two aliens that uh, read dad jokes at the beginning of each episode of the Intergalactic Boombox. And we work very hard. That's right, we do. We spend all of five minutes looking on the internet. Shiggles, don't give it away. Oh, sorry, I thought that was a giving. Anyway, I used to be able to play the piano by ear. Oh, yeah? But now I have to use my hands. <laughs> uh, what did the fisherman say to the magician? Uh? Pick a card. Any card. <laughs> okay, one more. It's inappropriate to make a dad joke if you're not a dad. It's a faux pas. Literally. <laughs> Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox, the only podcasting spaceship in the universe. Universe, universe. Hosted by a voice actor and having entire conversations with myself as different characters because I'm too much of a control freak to have co-hosts. My name is Kyle Abair. You can hear me as Gohan in Dragon Ball Legends and Dokkan Battle, both available now on mobile platforms. Always happy to have musical accompanied by Al Capella and his symphony orchestra. Hey-o! Oh, jeez. It's EVP, our resident para-abnormal investigator. Ooh, hey, Carl! Kyle. I heard that classic Michael Jackson tune, and I wanted to break out my best Vincent Price. Uh, uh sure. The foulest stench is in the air. That sounds nothing like Vincent Price. The funk of 40,000 farts in my underwear. <laughs> but why? And grizzly ghouls from every tomb. Uh-huh. Are closing in on my mother's womb. <laughs> okay, Pete, that's enough. Because this is filler. Yes, yes, it is. Filler night. <laughs> yeah, let's go from filler to killer. Killer sat cats. Awesome listeners of the show who support through streaming micropayments. A feature only available on Podcasting 2.0 player apps from newpodcastapps.com. Definitely a momentous occasion with the biggest ball of boost ever received here on the Intergalactic Boombox. Dreb Scott sent a whopping 211,000 sats. And says, love the show. It's clear you have a passion and put a lot of energy into the editing process. Keep on keeping on. Thank you, Dreb. He also sent a second big ball of boost of 121,211 sats. My podcast wallet is overfloweth. Jim Seifert boosted 475 sats and says, hmm, 500 minimum boost? But yeah, 500 sats, just so you guys know, is about 10 cents. Oh my so if you want to hit boost on a podcasting 2.0 app and, and send a message, hopefully you think my content is at least worth 10 cents. If you boost me on the Fountain app, there's a 500 sat minimum. Has nothing to do with ego. It's just literally 10 cents. I got people boosting one sat or three sats. It's like, that's not even a penny. Maybe I should be questioning the uh, value of my content. Anyway, 3,333 sats from E. Celsi, who said... Rogan to No Agenda to Podcasting 2.0 to here. Boost. Thank you. Walter W. said 500 sats for voice-activated guitar solo, brah. 
Mosh Guy sent 475 sats. Listen to you on Podcasting 2.0. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I did do an episode with uh, Adam and Dave. I'm a huge fan of both No Agenda and DBZ. I was thrilled to see those two worlds collide. Excellent. And Orion underscore Koss says, Delightful. Hoddle on. That's a Bitcoin joke. And may the farce be with you. Thank you, Orion, for the 475 sats. Now, if you boost at least 25,000 sats, that's roughly $5. And if you live in the U.S., I will mail you a super-duper limited edition intergalactic boombox sticker. You want to see what that looks like? The image is displaying right now as I speak. If you're listening on a Podcasting 2.0 app, how's that for motivation to get a better podcast player? Newpodcastapps.com. I guarantee you it's a way better experience than Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, iHeart, YouTube, etc. The question of the week. What's your least favorite Halloween candy? Lord Comet says candy corn. Melissa says, I don't like licorice or candy corn. And I also have to say all peanut butter candy since I'm allergic. Oh, that sucks, Melissa. Peanut butter candy is my favorite. I could eat Reese's all day. Or as some people call them, Reese's. Totally don't get that. Solar Gomez says, I hate licorice too. I guess I don't like sour candy much. Oh, I love sour. Give me sour anything, man. I'm happy. Sour Skittles, sour patch. I'm down with it. Brad said, banana Laffy Taffy, almond joy, mounds. I even got a calculator once. That wasn't too good. Arnesia says Reese's. What? Your opinion is wrong. No, just kidding. So many people hate candy corn I'm seeing here. James, Veronica, Kelly Green, who says candy corn. But I don't know if that's because it's an imitation thing. Halloween isn't really a huge deal in Australia. Well, boo on that. Dark Nova said I hated circus peanuts as a kid. My hero C-Mania says lifesavers. Mr. Ashwath Page says, Witch Finger. He replied on Twitter and showed pictures of witch fingers. They look pretty gross. Scare says, Smarties. And Rage Kitora says, Anything with Coconut. Agreed. New question. Do people mispronounce your name? And if so, how do they butcher it? Of course you hear Conspiracy call me Herbert all the time, but my last name is not spelled Herbert. It's H-E-B-E-R-T. It's Louisiana Cajun French. A bear. Oh, great. It's propaganda. Oh, hello, Carl. Kyle. What is nonsense about mispronouncing the name? Well, 90% of people seem to get it wrong. Nonsense, Kirk. My name is Kyle. It's conspiracy. What? Not you, Kenneth. Good. I'm busy prepping the new segment anyway. Psst. Yeah. I have secret. Prepping new segment is called for dropping the deuce. Ew. Uh, please to shut door, Kenneth, before rectal stench on board this vessel is for to spreading like your mother. Excuse me? Spread like misinformation. Oh. That's her name, misinformation. Anyway, my name is Kyle Abear. Abear. Ah, where bear? No, Abear. Clive, do not toy with me. Dude, it's my last name. It's pronounced A-Bear. When I was but a little kloshka, my family went to circus and a bear escaped and clawed it down to pieces. What? Seriously? I is serious as the heart attacking. Okay. Bears are for to source of the hooded child trauma. Okay. I has severe PMS. You mean... PTSD. That too. Anyway, I'm used to my last name being mispronounced. I almost never correct them anymore. What's your last name that people never get right? Boost in a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com or reply at BoomboxPod on Twitter. 
There was voice actor drama llamas this past week. If you haven't heard, Helena Taylor, the voice of Bayonetta on the original and part two, posted a video blog announcing that she would not be returning to the role. Platinum Games announced this to be the case recently due to various circumstances without elaborating. Welp, she decided to pretty much break the typical NDA for when actors record on projects and says she's out of the upcoming Bayonetta 3 due to a pay dispute. But she opened this can of worms, so let's just dive right in and look at the ugly contents. She claimed she was offered a buyout rate of $4,000. Sounds like a lot of money, right? But uh, it's a night and day difference from the $450 million in revenue she claims the franchise has generated over the years. Bayonetta is a union game covered uh, covered under the SAG-AFTRA contract, whose normal rate is roughly about a grand per four-hour session like a four-hour minimum. So if you do the math, a main character on a game is going to have four or five sessions or more. And IGN dug around and says they have some sources reporting that $4,000 was offered per session, not a lump sum. So a take-home of well over ten grand after taxes, that's way above scale. Alas, Miss Taylor negates that. She stated that actors deserve better pay, and that in and of itself, I can totally get behind. But I also think everyone who works on these games deserves better pay. The writers, staff, programmers, coders, animators, they spend years working on these things, and an actor just comes in late in the process and records for a few hours. And at the end of the day, there's no residuals for them or anybody, just profits for the company. Taylor asked fans to boycott Bayonetta 3 to show support and instead spend the 60 bucks and give it to charity. She proceeded to send positive vibes to the replacement actress, then proceeded to trash her by saying, she has no right to say she's the voice of Bayonetta or sign autographs as the character. The most likely outcome is she's going to get blacklisted airing Dirty Laundry, but she says she's ready to move on from this whole debacle and go back to working in theater. Eh, Any actor will tell you there's no money in theater, so that doesn't sound like very much of a bright future to me. Now, Bayonetta's voice replacement is the highly respected and loved voice acting veteran Jennifer Hale, best known as Commander Shepard in Mass Effect. She took to Twitter in response to Helena Taylor's tweets and definitely took the high road. She says, quote, with regard to Bayonetta 3, as a longtime member of the voice acting community, I support every actor's right to be paid well and have advocated consistently for this for years. Anyone who knows me or has followed my career will know that I have great respect for my peers and that I am an advocate for all members of the community. I'm under an NDA and am not at liberty to speak regarding the situation. My reputation speaks for itself. I sincerely ask that everyone keep in mind that this game has been created by an entire team of hardworking, dedicated people, and I hope everyone will keep an open mind about what they've created. Finally, I hope that everyone involved may resolve their differences in an amicable and respectful way. With love and respect to you all, Jennifer Hale. Unquote. So, yeah, throwing another actor under the bus? Not cool. Doing so publicly? Also very not cool. Doing so breaking NDA? Very, very not cool. Some neckbeards on Twitter are, are spitting vitriol at Jennifer Hale like she swooped in and stole the role. That is not accurate at all. When negotiations broke down, Taylor very clearly walked away. The role had to be recast. Now, it'd be different if the company opened up auditions like a scare tactic. This has happened before in Futurama and Arkham Asylum. A scare tactic to the actor in question 
you know, as they're negotiating a, a pay rate or whatever. And then another actor swoops in and gets that role. That would not be looked upon favorably. But that is not what happened here. Taylor seems to have the attitude that she owns the Bayonetta character. Nobody signing autographs at cons owns these characters. They are work for hire. They are one piece of a very elaborate pie made up of hundreds of slices, thousands of souls, all working very passionately to entertain the masses. Outside of voice actor fans, if you ask the average gamer, they don't care who voices it. They just want a fun game. I have an opinion. Of course. AI has to chime in. Yes, Joanna, go ahead. Thank you, Craig. Kyle. I would like to audition to become the new voice of Bayonetta. Check this out. They recast her already. You know, you're not nearly so ugly when you're screaming. Eh? Uh, eh? <laughs> How do you like them apples? Flawless. I know, right? How about this classic line? Bugger. Bugger? I hardly know her. hey You should really work on your stand-up, Clive. Nah, I'll just sit down. From my top-secret bunker in Pahrump, Nevada, don't believe anything you hear online or in person ever, unless you hear it from me. Conspiracy here, with all the news you can't use. Page one. Canada is home to lots of great things. Tim Hortons, maple syrup, friendliness, poutine, accents that everyone makes fun of. What's that, a poutine? Oh, hush, Herbert. Why don't you go get a paper cut on your tongue and wash it down with lemonade? Ouch! There's not just greatness in Canada, there's weirdness. In the form of a hand statue in the town of Cheadle in the province of Alberta. The Cheetos Company was looking for a home for its wacky idea. Giant finger statue reaching up from the ground, grasping a Cheeto. Gut-wrenchingly accurate since the fingertips are doused in Cheeto dust. Not actual Cheeto dust, so nobody get any ideas about heading up there and licking them clean. I won't. You should. You can check it out at 400 Railway Avenue until they yank it down November 4th. Why they didn't just build a monument to Don Cheadle in Cheadle, Canada, is God's own private mystery. And you're a mystery. Go get a blister, mister, and pop it. Aw, look at the time. What the hell? Did... Wait just a dadgum minute. I'm in the middle of my newscast. Sorry, dude. We ran long. Ugh, this is a podcast. There's no time limits. Look, Ken, my listener has other things to do, like work or school or listen to other podcasts. You're an idiot. The Intergalactic Boombox is brought to you by Vincent Van GoPro, where you can ear the difference. Guests are clueless because they had no idea they were ever guests in the first place since this podcast never has any guests. All right, Ken, take us out with some words of wisdom. Oh, I'd love to take you out. Now, where do I put my taser? All right. Well, uh, anyway, you cannot find peace by avoiding life, but you can certainly find some peace by avoiding people. Till next time. Uh, I found it. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.